0: Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? Well, it could be caused by a nutritional deficiency that can be reversed. Certain nutritional deficiencies can impact nerve function and are a frequent cause of numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Zobria from Oshare Health provides precision nutrition to quickly restore healthy nerve function. Zobria is a proprietary formulation with high-potency bioactive ingredients that work better than simple vitamins to target nutritional deficiencies that impair nerve function. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven supplement that works with no side effects. You can get Zobria risk-free, by going to Zobria.com. That's Z-O-B-R-I-A.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla one of my favorite times of the week because we get very interesting questions. It's an opportunity to uh, interact with you. Um, Two heads are better than one when it comes to answering questions. And uh, we weekly do kind of a duet uh, tag teaming on your questions. So questions at drhoffman.net. What's next, Layla?
1: We have an email from Nicole. Greetings, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. What is the best natural protocol to get rid of the buildup in my arteries and to keep it out? I'm 48 years old. 123 pounds, eating a low-carb diet for the last 10 years. I wish I had a previous scan to compare this one to. In her left anterior descending coronary artery, the quote Widowmaker, right, the LAD,
0: Mm -hmm. 235. Wow, so it it seems Mm -hmm. paradoxical. She's 48. Well, a 48-year-old woman. She's only
1: a 48.
0: uh, Who is normal weight. Yes. So something is Happening here and what it is ain't exactly clear. Right. (laughs) To paraphrase another lyric. (laughs) You're on a roll. I'm on a roll with lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, um, you know, nobody who's uh, under the age of 40 would know what I'm talking about. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, uh, this is uh, what this requires Mm -hmm. is an individualized program. Because we could say, you know, take uh, red yeast rice or blah, 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 you know, like that kind of thing.
1: She's taking things like fish oil, she's taking CoQ10, MK7, and vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are the things she's taking.
0: Well, I I would need to know why, at this relatively young age, Mm -hmm. a woman has such a, a great amount of plaque. Yeah. And, you know, we would have to look at lipids. We would look at homocysteine. We would look at LP little a. We'd look at, you know, whether there's blood sugar issues.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: inflammatory issues. And
1: were any of those looked at over yeah. the course of her of adult life? Right. At you know, least. There, is
0: there hereditary issues? <clears throat> uh, you know, she doesn't tell us what her cholesterol is. Maybe she has a cholesterol of 546 or I don't know. Yeah. What, you know, like Maybe some... she
1: has triglycerides of whatever it was before she embarked on the on a right. lower carb right. diet.
0: right, right. So, uh was she a smoker, you know, that you get yes. trouble early in life yeah. if you're a smoker. Um, so, the answer is there's a whole panoply of things. You know, uh, of course, she is a candidate for statin yeah. drugs because she has quite a lot of plaque. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in, in opposed to statin drugs.
1: She has a family history of stroke
0: yeah. and pacemakers. Well, so do a lot of people. I don't know if that's the She
1: mentioned stroke. Okay, Nicole, you mentioned stroke.
0: What about what's high blood
1: your pressure? homocysteine?
0: What's your high blood pressure? Yeah. I mean, what's your blood pressure? What's I your mean, blood
1: pressure? What's your yeah, homocysteine? Right, right. So that's
0: that's yeah. something. So so this the the correction
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: proceeds from the identification of the risk factors and then we try to mitigate the risk factors. Yeah. And but among the things, you know, high dose fish oil, vitamin K, she's correct in taking that. Um, you know, she can also take uh, olive leaf extract, use lots of olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know,
1: yeah, think of
0: you know the many other things that you could consider. Kyolic. Kyolic aged, absolutely. Right, Thank you. Right. Kyolic aged garlic extract.
1: What do you think of IV chelation?
0: Well for, that's for that, her. yes, I I very much would recommend that mm-hmm. because that would help to reduce by the way, what, the way chelation works is it doesn't so much strip out the calcium it removes the heavy metals that contribute to atherosclerosis. Yeah. So it's a plausible way of uh, reducing risk if you have a lot of plaque.
1: Right. And listen, Nicole, uh, heavy metals starting with any amalgams you have in your teeth silver fillings
0: if any more more so you know mercury can more works on the brain and but can also work on the oh. cardiovascular system but yeah. it's lead and cadmium that are lead more culprits when it comes to cardiovascular yeah. disease
1: are you a smoker were you previously a smoker are were, are you around secondhand smoke all of your life
0: Yeah. are you living in an or urban something. area with very bad air I mean that yeah. can accelerate it but you know this is exceptional it's not like you know if that were the case every New Yorker would have uh, you know heart attacks true
1: that's true so, That's true. You would need a workup, Nicole, but thank you for sharing this information with
0: us. Um, Yeah. I mean, some of the things you can do on your own and you Mm -hmm. can reduce risk, but for more of a personalized medicine, precision, targeted approach, Mm -hmm. we'd want to figure out, how did you get there? How did, you know, let's go back. Let's figure out what created this prematurely. Yes. Yes.
1: Because you're only 48. Okay. Which,
0: and estrogen generally pro, uh, protects women.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Until the time of menopause.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Thank you for that, Nicole. I've got one from Steve. Dr. Hoffman, my new primary care physician has pointed out that all of my uh, creatinine numbers are chronically on the high side of the preferred range, like a 1.4. My BUN and other kidney tests, they're normal. He believes it might be the supplements. As an avid listener to your show, I take numerous supplements. Are there any supplements that you find elevate creatinine?
0: The main one is creatine. Yes. And if you take creatine, many bodybuilders take it, it will raise your creatinine. But, you know, I have to say that um, uh, in the case of somebody who really has an elevated creatinine, you might want to cut back on just the volume of supplements you take, certain of them have a bit of an impact on kidney function. Hmm. So, you know, that's the one thing. But the other thing is, you know, we could easily find out if it's the supplements because just stop your supplements for, you know, a month or six weeks and repeat the creatinine. Repeat the, yes,
1: repeat the test and it, see what happens. If it is the
0: supplements. I haven't, mm-hmm. s- look, I mean, I've, I've prescribed you <clears> know, <throat> tens of thousands of supplements to, you know, thousands of patients in my career. Yeah. And I don't think we're putting them into kidney failure.
1: No, no. Um, the only time in, in my practice that I've been doing this that I've seen creatinine numbers higher are with the bodybuilders who are taking a creatine supplement. Right. That's where I've seen it. And I've seen the difference from them taking it and not taking it
0: doing repeat tests. And it's, I think it's a little lazy on the doctor's part to say... Stop uh, taking uh, Unless there's supplements. a workup, you know, that because uh, there are many causes of, you know, escalating creatinine. Sure. And... You know, you you might want to see a nephrologist who can run some tests. Sure. And ultimately, if it just goes up, 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 you need a kidney biopsy to see, you know, precisely what it is.
1: Another thing that raises creatinine, blood pressure medications.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Right? Absolutely. So, you know. Although blood pressure medications are two-way street, they do protect against the um, rapid uh, decline of kidney function. Yes. But certain medications can uh you know, diuretics especially, they dry you out and that causing a higher creatinine. creatinine, yeah. Um so
1: Oh, another thing, make sure you're not chronically dehydrated. And that Steve. too. And that too. That because, could be something.
0: Yeah. I mean, well sometimes but that's usually associated with a little higher B U N. True. Uh, the
1: B U N and other kidney tests are normal. Yeah. So okay. Steve, good luck with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing we're Again, it may require a little analysis, but hey, you know, no no worries. I mean, you can go off your supplements; you'll survive. I know it's you feel like it's your it's your uh, rabbit's foot, you know, to be on all these supplements. Yeah. They all have a compelling reason and they make sense, but you know, give it a rest for a month or six weeks. Repeat the creatinine, yeah. and then you know can say to the doctor, "Well, you know, I I I, I considered what you said and I stopped the supplements. Um, didn't hmm. change.
1: Didn't change. Yeah, yeah." Or did. The only way to do that is to try it, See. Yeah. Okay. We've got a question from Ed
0: <clears throat>
1: regarding a coronary calcium score test without
0: radiation. Is there such a thing? What's the name of it? Well, there is no such thing. They all have radiation. They all have radiation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... The it's, it's they minimize it.
1: Yeah, but the coronary calcium test they're doing more frequently lately is a CT scan as opposed to the... Former one, which was just the regular right. old
0: yeah, well, uh,
1: EBT so, heart scan, instead of an EBT yeah.
0: CT scan, right? Right. Um, recently, we talked about the clearly test, which is it gives you better definition of the plaque. You know, grading the plaque, not just quantifying it, but qualifying it. Yeah. And you know, determining whether it's you know the more benign kind of plaque or whether it's mm-hmm. the more um, Unstable plaque that is likely to break off and cause a heart attack or a stroke. Uh, that test requires a little more radiation than our uh, less expensive EBT scan, yeah, which could be you know 300 bucks. Uh, the Clearly test is $1,200 dollars mm-hmm. and not covered by most insurances. Uh, mm-hmm. Interestingly, you know, I did a podcast with them and uh, with the CEO, the inventor. And it was great, uh, Dr. Um, um, Min, I think his name is. And he um, was great and he described it. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting a lot of questions about the Clearly test. So, right after that, uh, they announced, and this is like a big press release Clearly received $141 million in venture capital investment
1: wow. because they think it's
0: the next big thing. Wow! So, so when these venture cap these guys are like Shark Tank, yes, you know, yep. But it's not for some silly invention; it's for something you know could go really big, you know. Yeah. And this, I think, is going to really put it over the top in terms of mm-hmm. introducing it into a lot more hospital centers, uh, validating it, providing uh, money for research, mm-hmm. so that it can become eventually an insurance reimbursed standard of care yeah. kind of thing. That's where it's headed, I think. Yeah. But that's a test that involves an injection of dye, which is. It was explained to me that's very uh, benign. It's well tolerated. It's not
1: gadolinium.
0: It's not gadolinium, which is used for MRIs, which is which usually well tolerated. You know, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean MRIs of the brain sometimes yeah. gadolinium. This is a more inert substance. It doesn't accumulate. It doesn't damage the kidneys. Yeah. Uh, and so then you can get an imaging of your coronary arteries, and uh, with a lot of um, description of. Is it high-risk plaque? Is it low-risk plaque? Yeah. And then uh, the EBT scan, convenient, uh, less expensive. Uh, Better to use a dedicated machine rather than go to a major hospital because the major hospitals would say, well, we'll do a CT and then we'll analyze it with our software. But you still get a more hefty dose of radiation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Ed, yeah, there you go.
0: But there's no there's no so far no radiation free but you know there I think isn't. we have to radiation is a tool mm-hmm. and we don't want to avoid it at all costs uh, we just want to minimize excess radiation so, True. Uh, so like
1: getting a dental x-ray every six months every, when you're just going for no, a no. you know
0: I, I I I you know they they have me sign a paper when I go to the dentist I say my teeth are fine uh, oh we need to look oh well let's look maybe next time yeah. you know let's because I just don't want the cumulative radiation. Sure. Uh, I was once uh, you know offered somebody wanted to have me become a spokesperson for a, a body CT where they look at everything, oh, you know from boy. your brain to the tips of your toes. And uh, they said we'll give you a free test, Doctor Hoffman. You know, and it's like, okay, that's pretty, pretty pass. Clear. I'll pass. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, because that's
1: opening up a can
0: of worms, it, right? Exactly, because it'll find all this and that, and then fourteen There's other tests later. There's a cyst
1: on your whoa, yeah, right. Stop.
0: Yeah, <sighs> so there exactly, and they you know, it, it might find an early cancer, uh, and or not, or it might find something that is bad but inconsequential because the management is not there yet. Yes. You
1: know? Yeah, 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 it's opening up a can of worms more than anything.
0: Yeah, and probably. you know, Plus I really do not want to see what's in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would Not me. a
1: lot of t- tau protein or beta amyloid oh, pra- God plaque I'm sure. You know. Oh, I don't know. Oh my goodness. So we have um, we have a, a a question here from Carol and it's regarding the uh, the death of Dr. Stephen Sinatra, tragically. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And just to recap, you know, Dr. Stephen Sinatra, was a frequent contributor on intelligent medicine and the Mm -hmm. America's premier integrative cardiologist. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was shocked to learn of his death recently. And I just interviewed him in February, and then here it was uh, July, and he was dead. Yeah. And so naturally people... I mean, look, it's tough being us, integrative doctors, because we we can't just... You're not allowed to die. Yeah, exactly. It's... You know, how could that be? You all those, you can't catch a cold. All those things you were doing, <laughs> how could you possibly? You know, right, 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 right. So it, it, so obviously there had been a lot of, you uh, know, uh, dismay and questioning. What became of this fabulous integrative doctor? Yeah, who was so vibrant, exactly. and then was dead. Yeah.
1: So Carol saying, I was wondering if you can speak to the issue since it's very disheartening for those of us who try to follow a healthier lifestyle when we hear of such an untimely passing of someone like Dr. Sinatra. I know that you sometimes say that the length of life, life isn't always merit-based, but I want to assure myself and others whom I try to influence that the odds of living to an older age or, and in good health are still much better when following a healthier lifestyle. Was his cancer perhaps the result of a genetic predispos- predisposition that was out of his control? I guess I just don't know enough about pancreatic cancer. I thought it had to be more influenced by lifestyle.
0: It, it, well, it is influenced by lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and it occurs more in people who are insulin resistant, who are obese. Sure. I believe that Dr. Sinatra was neither. Yeah. Um, although I don't know his entire medical history. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, a bolt of lightning. It's like a mutation occurs in the pancreas, yeah. and you're off to the races. Now, maybe there is there are genes that are associated with pancreatic cancer. In fact, there is a test, a genetic test, that can be performed for pancreatic cancer risk. Uh, the only problem is uh, that test only uh, accounts for maybe 8 to 10% of pancreatic cancer cases. Huh. So if you have those genes... Yeah. Uh, you know, let's say, let's say you, you, you know your grandfather died of pancreatic cancer, your father died of pancreatic cancer, your brother died of pancreatic cancer. Well, maybe you should get that test. Yeah. Uh, and then on that basis, maybe you should get more surveillance than the next person. Maybe you should get annual MRIs or CTs or you or know some like that. tests that can remove or remove your
1: pancreas prophylactically.
0: No, not like prophylactic mastectomy or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Because uh, the pancreas is oh yeah you can there's a reason That's they call tough. it the pancreas. Pan means everything, and creas means create. It creates everything. It yeah, creates so many things. It does. So it, you know, without a pancreas, uh, you need a lot of help. Yeah, with digestion mm-hmm. mainly, and with blood sugar control. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: All those enzymes, right? Carol, thank you for your for your thoughts. Your
0: yeah. So, so, but, but to, to summarize the family yeah. was forthcoming about this because the person yeah. was mysterious and in fact you know I, I respect a family's right to um, have confidentiality about, absolutely you know but uh, they were very forthcoming about what happened and what happened was mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Um, Sinatra was fine until six weeks before his death yeah. at which point he felt you know ill he went to the doctor they said well we don't know what's going on uh, he didn't have the typical signs of pancreatic cancer. He didn't, wasn't jaundiced. Mm. You know, his eyeballs didn't turn yellow or anything like he that. Didn't have pain. Uh, didn't have a lot of pain, and uh, he just felt out of sorts. And they said, "Oh my goodness, you have pancreatic cancer." And what the the pathologist was there. I went to the reception of you know commemorating his death. It wasn't a funeral. It was a reception. It was yeah. like celebrating his life. Yeah. And uh, in a beautiful setting on the Connecticut River near where he lived and uh, you know, there's all kinds of tributes given to him by, and just how, how selfless and how uh, mm-hmm. dedicated a position he was and how innovative and you know what a just all around guy I mean just a real mensch uh, and um, uh, incidentally uh, he talked a lot about car- grounding later you know like and there's this really weird thing going on is Matt Carpenter who is uh, one of the Yankee stars. Uh-huh. He's an older player who the Yankees acquired. And he was early in the career, and they said, "Well, you know we can get him relatively cheap, and uh, maybe he'll still be productive." He is like killing it for the Yankees. He's got batting over 300, he's hitting home runs, he's winning games. What he does is a pre-game ritual. They show this. Even when he's like at a visiting ballpark, uh-huh. he, he walks around in the outfield on the grass, barefoot, barefoot. for half an hour.
1: Native electro native EMF he's
0: grounding Matt mm. carpenter, and he's this guy, sort of mustachioed guy, and he's an interesting guy and he says, yeah, I'm grounding, yeah, and I don't know if he was a disciple of dr. Sinatra, but anyway, uh-huh. so so coming back to it, I talked to uh, a pathologist colleague uh, at the local hospital who took care of uh, Dr. Uh, Sinatra, and he said he has never seen such a Rapidly progressing pancreatic cancer. It was just yeah. once it was diagnosed, it just exploded, and it was mm-hmm. almost like they say, in, in a kind of spiritual sense, is that he was very resigned to his passing. Mm-hmm. He recognized that it was a terminal diagnosis, yeah. and he prepared himself, and uh, you know spent a lot of quality time with family and friends, and said his goodbyes, mm-hmm. and uh, you know had a peaceful. Leave taking. Uh, but uh, yeah. it was, I mean, for, you know, he was a very spiritual person. And, mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he recognized that his time had come and that he'd accomplished mm-hmm. what he had to accomplish yeah. in this earthly plane. Wow. On wow. that note, I think we've accomplished what we uh, have wanted to accomplish in this temporal. <laughs> plane, uh-huh. which is uh-huh. amidst the constraints of our time limits. So, uh, hold on to any additional questions. Yes. And uh, we invite you to send your questions and comments to questions at net, And we will be here to answer them. Uh, it may take uh, a couple of weeks off in the month of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, that's a slow time of the year anyway, and right. as questions build up, we'll have even more in the mailbox. Yes. So keep them coming. We do look forward to them. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.
1: This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.